0: Hello, I am Bill Swafford, and it's time to put your investigative minds to work and help solve Code Ohio. Nine one one. What is the address of your emergency? Where are we? Officer, suspect taking off from a mainline. Your assistance. back to Cold Ohio where I will talk about cold cases from all over the state of Ohio. This episode will be the start of something different for the episodes. I have been only featuring one case per episode, but I noticed that some of the episodes didn't even make it to 10 minutes. This is because there is not enough info on the unsolved cases. I want cold Ohio episodes for now to be at least 10 minutes long and not much longer than 15 minutes. So if talking about one case doesn't make it to 10 minutes, I will talk about two cases in one episode or three. With that being said, let's get this started. The case I'm going to talk about right now is out of Cincinnati in Hamilton County, Ohio. Cincinnati is in the southwest part of Ohio, north of the Ohio River, and Kentucky State Line. It is home of the Cincinnati Bengals football team and the Reds baseball team. There can be a lot of crime and unsolved homicides in Cincinnati. If you are listening to this and are from Cincinnati, or an area near there, This is where I ask you to share this episode with people that you know. This is how we all can help solve this case. Back in June 2008, a 24-year-old black male by the name of Lee Ron Billings, I will just call him Ron, had gone missing. Ron was from Cincinnati. He had black hair and a beard, a little heavy set probably around 5 foot 10 or 11 inches in height. A couple days after Ron had been reported missing, his body would be found in a wooded area in Walnut Hills. This would be like down an alleyway of some sort. This is kind of a place where some people illegally dispose of trash. Ron had been shot and his body had been covered up with something. I've seen one article saying that Ron was wrapped in a sleeping bag, but everything else I have read says that Ron was wrapped up in garbage bags and a blanket. A person cannot trust every article that is posted online. So what can I find on Leon Billings? Ron did have a son and daughter. He was getting ready to start some kind of classes for automotive work. Ron had some trouble with the law, but some say he was trying to turn his life around. I checked out Hamilton County's court records. Ron had at least 37 charges against him throughout the years, most of them traffic-related. No big deal. I did find three big charges on Ron's record. In 2001, Ron was charged with a felony in attempted traffic cocaine. In 2005, a charge for possession of cocaine. And in 2002, a felony charge for receiving stolen property. I only bring all of this up because, in order to fully investigate something, you have to know the good and bad about a victim. Does having a criminal record make someone a bad person? No. But it is a part of their life that has to be looked into. The location is by Interstate 71, Terahun Alley, that is spelled T-E-R-H-U-N-E. Monroe Street and Boone Street leads to this alleyway. There is a wooded area on one side and a small baseball field on the other side. This area is surrounded by trees. It is on the east side of Cincinnati. The murder did not take place where the body was found. I could say this because of a statement that was made by law enforcement. The statement that was made by law enforcement actually bothers me. Law enforcement says that they know who was all there and that they know who helped carry the body. They just need a good tip to come in. That right there tells us that the murder did not happen at the exact location that the body was found. What bothers me about this statement is that they say they know who all was there and who carried the body. If they know that much, how did this case go unsolved this long? Why haven't they slapped some charges on a person for at least being a helping hand with disposing the body? Doing that would give them a chance to get someone to start talking. It really bugs me. Anytime time law enforcement says that they know who was involved and no arrests are ever made in a case. The Cincinnati Police Department have been handling this case. There has been a new detective assigned to the case in the past years. If you know anything about Leroy Billings' case, please contact the Cincinnati Police Department. If you are from the Cincinnati area, please share this episode with everyone you know. I do have some time left, so I am going to talk about another unsolved homicide case. This next case that I'm going to talk about is also out of Cincinnati in Hamilton County. This case happened in 2017, so it's not that old. However, there's not a lot of information out on the case. This case happened on the north side of Cincinnati and North College Hill, which I believe is a suburb of Cincinnati. All big cities seem to have their little metro areas. The location was around the 6500 block of Simpson Avenue. So that would be on the west side of State Route 127. The area does not look like a bad area. However, violence can happen in any kind of neighborhood. On March 17th of 2017, the North College Hill Police Department had received a call about shots being fired around the 6500 block of Cincinnati Avenue. Officers would be sent to that area. That call was made around 9.36 p.m. So I'm talking about evening hours here. It would be dark outside at this time. Shortly after the first call about shots being heard, the police department received another call. Someone had called in about a vehicle crashing into something on Cordova Avenue. This would be about two blocks away from Simpson Avenue. So some of the officers got sent to that vehicle accident. At that moment, law enforcement treated the two calls as two different situations. The two calls would soon be a part of an unsolved homicide investigation. The officers who reported to the 6500 block of Simpson Avenue would not find a shooter or a victim. There was maybe a slight chance of someone just firing a gun off into the air. The officers who had reported to the vehicle crash, had gotten more than what they had been expecting when they had first showed up to the scene. The driver of the crashed vehicle had been shot, and it wouldn't be long till the driver was pronounced dead at the scene. So it is safe to say that the driver was not shot on Cordova Avenue, but somewhere around Simpson Avenue. But who was the driver? Law enforcement identified the man as 29-year-old Tony Walls. Tony is a black man around five foot seven and 150 pounds. Black hair and a black beard, he wore glasses, and he lived around the 6,500 block of Simpson Avenue. Tony Walls does have a criminal background. I found one court trial where Tony was being charged with two counts of robbery. Count one was for aggravated robbery. That charge was dismissed. Count two was for a lesser charge for robbery. And it says something about the Department of Corrections, which usually means prison time. The case files were locked because of sensitive information, which I don't know what that is about. Now, was this an attempted carjacking gone wrong? Did Tony not want to give up his vehicle? Did someone shoot at Tony as Tony was getting inside of his vehicle? Was Tony involved with something that he shouldn't have been? There are a lot of questions that can be asked. Tony has somewhat of a criminal history, Makes these questions need to be asked. Investigators have to look at all parts of a victim's life, even if that person has changed their life around. I cannot find out anything else about 29-year-old Tony Walls. I did see a picture of Tony standing beside what looks to be a barber's chair. So Tony possibly had cut hair for some time. If you have any information on this unsolved homicide case, please contact North College Hill Police Department. If you would like to talk about this case or any other case with me, please feel free to contact me at miopodcast@outlook.com at outlook.com or find me on Twitter. If you are from anywhere near the North College Hill area, please share this episode with people that you know. It is how we all can help get these unsolved homicides heard by everyone. Thanks for joining me. I am Bill Swafford and this has been Code Ohio. 911, what is the address of your emergency? Opposite suspect, take them off from on the license, need your assistance.